With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Talk Skills Podcast. My name is Simo. I'm joined by Jed. Say hello, Jed. Hello, mate. And we're also joined by Jake. Say hello, Jake. Hello, mate. How are you doing? Ah, very well, mate. This is an old school lineup, this, mate. I always say this has three bits. It actually very rarely yeah. happens. This is, this is, this is, I like it, you know. The founding I it when, uh, I'm very, yeah. very rarely on a pod these days. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, you've abandoned yeah. his Jed. I feel like the forgotten man, you know, like the the thirty five year old centre back that only gets a game for the under twenty threes. Like, you know yeah, like, like, no, I like. I'm gonna. <laughs> like, where's Morgan, mate? Bit of a, he's a bit of an Origi, you know. <laughs> I forget about him, and then he pops oh, up. Like that that golden up, moment, yeah. that golden moment. When yeah. Every so often, just when you need him, he's there. Bam. <laughs> See, I was thinking. I was thinking more like, where's Morgan? Sort of like it's a cup final. He comes on. He almost scores an OG. <laughs> almost scores <laughs> everything. But he's a bit of a club legend, so you just can't get rid of him. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that's who you are. Yeah, I'll mind. take it. I'll take them both. Um, I'll take them both. Either or. Yeah, either or. Before before <laughs> yeah. we start, boys, I just want to say to our listeners, whatever platform you're listening on, if you could subscribe, follow, um, like the pod, whatever it is on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, or whatever you're watching it on, um, it really does help support us. So please um, support the pod by by following or subscribing. Uh, but we need to go to... I might go to Man City Wolves first, boys, because there's a bit of controversy in this match. Mm. I'll come to you, Jake, first. Right? Raul Jimenez, is he... Is he is is he the asshole? <laughs> or is it? Um, do you know what? I think it's it's a little bit of it's a little bit of he he's a bit of an asshole, and I think he's he's a little bit unlucky as well. It's because... like him or John Moss is the asshole, but I think the right the right answer might just be a bit of both. Like it was never a, yeah. it was never a yellow card the challenge, but what he the was doing after it a... was absolutely <laughs> a yellow like, card. Yeah, that that's it. The the foul itself wasn't a bucket, but. You can't stand if you've just been booked. You you don't want to you know incriminate yourself even more, especially when you know you've been you've been whinging and, and annoying the referee. So the last thing you want to do is is piss him off by just stopping yeah. the ball being the, the free kick being taken. And it, you know it's stupidity that that ultimately you know 
really cost Wolves the game because he is their star man. He's their star striker. He's the one that, that provides that killer touch at the other end of the pitch. Um, and, you know, I think he'll know that and he's been around long enough to know that. But I just I just thought it was stupidity. But the actual, like, foul itself wasn't wasn't a booking. I don't know why he's got booked for that. Um, unless he's been booked, um, warned before, but... No, I thought it was the the second booking was just was just absolute stupidity on his. I don't know what he's thinking. I don't don't know what he's he's going off and he's like cocky about it and stuff like that. And I'm like, no, man, come on, yeah. You've been a bit of a dick there, um, and you fucking you've left you've left your teammates an entire half to play with ten men against Man City. Oh, it's so Man Jack City as well, yeah. Like the one, the one side, like one of the one sides you don't really want to play against with ten men. Yeah, like, you've actually like it's, done it. It's not that they they lose him for the and the next match. I don't know who Wolves are playing next, but I imagine whoever that is, they could probably use Raul Jimenez. It's like 100%. when you look at the, when you look at the fixture list, you don't think right, Man City. We need points from them. You just kind of, mm-hmm. right, if we can get something, great. But these are the teams we need to get points from. And he's potentially going to miss one of those games. So, yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a, a bit of a dumb move. And I think John Moss had a terrible game. John Moss, the referee, had a terrible game. Uh, uh, I think for the handball, right, he gives, he doesn't give the penalty that's an obvious handball. And then he gives the penalty for the, so something that's quite clearly, <laughs> you know, not a yeah. definitive handball. It's like off his that ribs. I didn't sort of armpit. I mean, shocking. It's, yeah, Absolutely it's no, it's shocking. It's hard. It's, it's it's a hard one to justify, isn't it, for a referee that penalty? Because yes, his arm's in the air, but you can see from the replay that the ball strikes underneath his arm. Yeah. So it like if it's hit his arm, it's only come off the underside, like you know, his armpit or something, or his chest. Yeah, it's, his armpit. It's really, really harsh on Wolves. Um, but I I agree with Jake on the Jimenez thing. Um, I think the first the yellow was a bit soft. I didn't actually see the game. I don't know whether it was for like persistent fouls or like you know whether he'd been yeah. warned or not. Yeah. The first yellow was harsh. The second one stupid. There's no, like yeah. what is he doing? If, if I was a Wolves manager, I'd be absolutely it. screaming at him. You'd be like, what are you doing? Like, the mark. Get, I'll be finding mark. him. I'll be finding him a month's wages for that. So I'll just move. <laughs> oh, yeah. move. You've left it. You're, you're probably the only person that's got a chance of scoring here. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what are you doing? And at that point, obviously, you know, they they could have got something from the game, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because yeah. minus is that, that penalty, they, they get a point. They get a point. They're quite solidly yeah, defensive moves. Yeah. I mean, they, they had that sort of like back five with like three defensive midfielders, <laughs> which was, was which was frustrating Man City quite quite effectively. Obviously, the max, the, the, the penalty that I'm, I'm referring to that should have been a penalty was a Max Kilman when he sort of leans in. I don't know if you've seen on the highlights, boys, yeah. but he's got his hands by himself, but he quite clearly leans in to block, block the, the cross with his, with his arm. That, for me, is that, that's a penalty that, I mean, but... And, and it's strange because, right, granted, Matinho is running in the box, like... Like picture, see the the inflatable tube men that have just got their arms <laughs> all over the place. He seems to be doing that sort of run. I don't know why his arms are all over the place, Matinho, when he's when he's running back towards his his own goal. But um, yeah, and it's 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 a bit dafterly. I mean, that's it. It's just one of those terrible... where if if you've got your arms up there in the first place, it's always a risk. But it must be gutting when you know it hits you in that your armpit. And you're like, yeah. what? <laughs> like, yeah, you can see straight away. Furious, like, his reaction yeah. straight away was like, "What are you? What are you on about? Like, it's clearly hit me like, under here." 
I don't yeah, know how VAR looked at them and it. given the penalty and said penalty. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, apparently yeah. they couldn't get a definitive angle to prove it wasn't handball. And then, like, I was watching well, that. Surely that, surely that people just like, well, we can't get an angle that, that proves <laughs> it was handball either. Then. Yeah, yeah that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> we um, haven't got the angle. We're, yeah. we're what? Sorry, we're the broadcast, the Premier League's broadcasting what, like, a million countries or something ridiculous. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. The cameras that ground, they haven't got an angle where they can see whether yeah, it's got an angle. I suppose ridiculous. <laughs> that's, a, that's such a bloody shit stupid, bloody stupid. <laughs> yep. Raheem Sterling buried his hundredth goal, uh, Premier League goal. He's in the hundred club now. Um, uh, that uh, yeah. that's what it is. Obviously, all the three the three title contenders all all got their three points this weekend. Um, I really do think Wolves could feel a wee bit hard done by in this match. I think the referee was extremely poor. They kept it tight. They did their jobs, and I think it. I think it hurts even more when you kind of do your jobs with ten men. And you kind of yeah. the penalty and you, and the penalty as well. Yeah, <laughs> it's very very man say, but there's a wee bit of bias along with me saying that. Um, who we need to I move can't on? Believe, I can't believe Sterling scored 100 goals in the Premier League as well. You know, it doesn't. Do you know feel what? Like I, I he's one of the fast eight, eight fastest player ever. I did. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like player. he has though. But then, like, you just sort of forget how many like tappings he's he's got at Man City because yeah, like, that's where the majority of them come from, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, I would say 80 of them came from tappings. Yeah, another 20 <laughs> came from maybe, like, uh, In fact, I would, I, I, would, I would venture to say 90 came from tappings and the other 10 <laughs> came from penalties. <laughs> he's obviously a very good footballer, and you, you, you got to get in them positions to score, ain't you? But like, yeah. 100 goals in my head just seems like it doesn't compute for him. It's just I feel like he's only on about 30. Like, yeah, it feels weird. It feels weird. <laughs> he's not having his he's not having his best season ever. I think he was very good at Euros, and I think it was either last season or the season before we had a particularly good goal scoring season. But he's obviously he's been he scored goals at Liverpool, uh, and then I think he's he's got the bulk of that hundred uh, at Man yeah. City. All well, that fuss about signing uh, centre forward as well, isn't it? And it's like you got a man with a hundred Premier League goals in your team. You don't need that. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. says anyway. Anyway, we need to move on, boys. Steven Gerrard returned to Anfield to applause and to fans singing his name, um, but he couldn't get in from the match. Uh, in my opinion, the one 0 scoring really, really flatters Aston Villa here. Really flatters them. I think Liverpool, if they were if they were on it and they, they put away some of those chances that were, yeah. that were created, you know, this this is a bit of a doing. But um, you know, <laughs> that's the way, that's the way the news goes. Uh, but yeah, it's. Gerard came out and he said he was pretty impressed that it was kept this tight. I wouldn't say that was to the Aston Villa's credit, but to how maybe poor in front of goal Liverpool were on this day. Uh, but I don't know about you, Jake. You're a Liverpool fan as well. Um, what, what were your thoughts on the match? Um, yeah, it was a little bit of both, mate. I thought Villa defensively were actually pretty good. You know, solid. They they limited us to, to certain chances, but you know we we were again like against Wolves. We were very wasteful. Um, Jota after coming on, a chance to, to make it 2-0. And, you know, there was that three-on-one where they all just sort of spurned it somehow. Like Salah, mm-hmm. you know, just passed it and then they passed it. And then by the time that it was in the box, it was Villa had players back. But, you know, uh, I, I think I've seen a lot of Villa fans going, oh, we deserve something from the game. But if you're wasting time on 56 minutes, you don't deserve anything from a football <laughs> match. Like, it's just 
Like you, de- <laughs> you deserve to lose. If your goalkeeper is like standing there for five minutes waiting to take a goal kick just because he's wasting time, you don't deserve anything from a football game. Like if Liverpool were doing that, we wouldn't deserve anything out of that match no. because it's I'm disgusting behaviour. <laughs> and it really infuriated me. But I, I just want to touch on again some poor referee and I thought the referee was absolutely dreadful and it was a theme yeah, for the weekend another, to be honest yeah, the referees had an absolute stinker, stinker of a weekend but this weekend like the Liverpool game was, was highlighted in particular for me because it was the one I watched on, on the, the Saturday and yeah he's just every decision was just like nothing was going for us you know it'd be a 50-50 tackle Villa would get it you know and anything like that it was just was infuriating but we did finally get the penalty which arguably was the softest penalty shout yeah I was going to say was... that we did have um, <laughs> but for me it, it's still a penalty anyway you know Tyra Mings goes through the back of Salah and you know and what a penalty from Salah Martinez and, and all the players are trying to pull him off but when, when you've yeah. got someone as good as <laughs> Salah he's, he's a hard keeper to beat like that. He is, yeah, Martinez, he's very hard. He's said, yeah, he's, very, he's up there. He's a big goalkeeper. And, he's, but, yeah, he's huge. He fills a lot of the goal, that boy. <laughs> <laughs> Mo Salah's was, um, the best player in the world. So. Yeah, I was going to say. And, um, I was, was going to say, from from what I saw of the game, because I've only seen the highlights, um, I think the the, re- the main reason as to why it was only 1-0 for me, I think, is Emi Martinez. Because yeah, it looks like he, he made some very good saves in there. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, I, I thought it was a penalty as well, even though it was a bit soft. You think, you know, Salah could probably do a bit more to try and stay on his feet there. But as soon as he feels the contact, he's gonna he's yeah. gonna go down. And you can't tackle like that in the box, can you? Should. Um, yeah. Without you know, without the player going down. So it's the right decision. Um, Billy's been moaning, hasn't he, about the uh, the Villa penalty shower, as you can expect. Nowhere near. Uh, Nowhere near. Yeah, I don't think um, it was a penalty. Alisson gets the ball. <laughs> yeah, they both. The, what, for me, they both they both made contact with the ball at the same time. Now, Allison's yeah. obviously gone to push it that way. Danny Ings has gone to knock it round him, and they, yeah. the contact that they both made has obviously sent Ings over. Um, it's the definition of a fifty-fifty. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> yeah. It's not a foul. They both yeah, touched not, the ball no at the exact same time. Yeah. I've seen the freeze frame. Any stretch. I've seen the freeze frame of because um, I was it was one I was very interested in. Um, obviously, it was Liverpool related, but it, it, I've, the freeze frame of Allison glove. Um, hitting the ball first, uh, eyes both him and Danny Ings compete for the ball. It's a it's a, it's a fifty fifty. It's not it's not a penalty by any by any means. No, no, def- I think they do have a case of see if Allison completely misses the ball and wipes oh, out Danny Ings, and yeah. I think oh, that's yeah, that, that's as that's as easy as a penalty that's ever given. But yeah, yeah. It, it, it was quite clearly. Um, no, if Allison misses the ball there, Danny Ings wins it, and Allison only gets the player. So it, it would one hundred percent be a penalty. But yeah, because yeah. he got the hand on the ball. It's it's not a penalty. Um, sorry, Villa fans, but it's yeah, not. Sorry, Billy. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you, everybody will notice that uh, Billy is missing today for the first time in a wee while because Villa Fame lost injury. quite clearly. As soon as he's like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, it's a uh, sore throat, scratchy throat, <laughs> which is why I can't, which is why I can't make today. But uh, yeah. classic Billy. <laughs> yeah. Jake, how is it for you to see Gerard at Liverpool? Um, as a manager, it was quite surreal for me. I've seen, I've probably seen Steven Gerrard a lot more as a manager than yourself because mm. I watch a wee bit of the Scottish football. But yeah, it was a, it was a weird one. <laughs> it was weird. It was very weird. But the one, do you know what, mate? The only, the only thing sort of watching the game was if, if that's how he wants to play, then I don't want him as a Liverpool manager because. <laughs> 
sticking 10 men behind <laughs> the ball and, and dirty tactics and stuff. Like after this Klopp era of this, you know, high intensity attacking football, I'm not about not about the big man up top. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I want to play four. I want to play four three three and and beat teams five <laughs> nil. Well, uh, I mean, I know, I know, not... I know the players and, and stuff like that are completely different, but. It, it was a bit. It was strange to see to see Gerard, but I've seen a lot of people online like, oh, you know, I hope you know. I almost want Villa to get some. Abs- people saying they want Villa to get some up game. No way, absolutely not. No, I don't, no. For ninety minutes, Stephen Gerrard <laughs> means absolutely nothing to me. Like he's just a name, another name. Like I don't know. I don't understand this sentiment with ex players who are managers and stuff. Like, why would you want them to come back and take something off points off of your club, which are going for a title? I just find that like behaviour just bizarre, like proper bizarre. Mm. Yeah, I'm not not about that that sort of stuff at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, I can't not see Stephen Gerrard. I can't not see my favourite football when I was, you know, like. 10 years old <laughs> I can't I can't not <laughs> see the man you know uh, it's burned in to, to, the, to the old um, thought cage <laughs> he is there but uh, you know I don't I don't wish him any sort of will but like not at the expense of, of drop points because yeah. it's just we just Liverpool don't afford to drop points against really any opposition could this you, season if they want to win could the you title imagine, could you imagine if it was those points that cost Liverpool the title for example exactly, like, exactly. everyone would be saying something different then wouldn't they like, I felt yeah. a wee bit yeah. I felt a wee bit nauseated when you said that I was like oh no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> oh no it would be no could you like could, like, could you imagine though because that would be like knowing Steven Gerrard's look like that would be what happens if he were to take points from Liverpool this season like, he'd be, de- I think be, he'd, those, he'd, be a- he'd be devastating points. as well though. he would be like, devastating <laughs> he, he'd he's sitting there going oh no you know, the thoughts are only on Villa and stuff but if he say say Villa took points off Liverpool and we lost the title by like a point thanks to that result he would not forgive himself <laughs> like he, <laughs> he, he'd, he'd definitely be devastating yeah. like, I can't catch a fucking break <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, quite, it's an interesting <laughs> point you made, uh, Jake, about you know that not probably not being the brand of football you want at Liverpool, but you know it's I think it is partly you know what the resources you've got available to them. You yeah. know Liverpool have scored for thirty-one consecutive matches, a record that's that equaled last time in, in the fifties for Liverpool. So absolutely insane. Um, and I, but the thing is, I look back to when Klopp first came. To Liverpool, and we didn't have a back line. We just like <laughs> back line was absolutely panned. It was entertaining though, We'd and it was just like we just like score. <laughs> you know, what I mean, it was like Salah got like forty-four goals or something, or fifty goals or something in seventeen, eighteen, and uh, even the, the season before that, where we had, um, you know, like Origi was playing a big part. We had like you know, uh, yeah. it was uh, it was some some managers just like to attack, and like, they are attacking coaches. I don't think it's. I don't know what kind of coach Gerard's going to be because he could be a completely different coach in five years and even yeah. ten years because he he literally does have like another twenty or thirty years in management ahead of him if he plays his cards right, you know. So we'll see, we'll see. It might be the right man, it might not be. We need to see who's what what managers are available in the world, you know. I mean, if I would, I would rather if there was a top top like top three in a world coach available, yeah, I would take them over Steven Gerrard hundred percent. I think he probably ends up as England manager before he ends up as Liverpool manager. In my oh, opinion, big shout that. It's a big Ooh, show. It'd be a good fit. It'd be a good one. fit. I think. I think that's shot. what's more likely to happen, depending on how well it goes for him in the Premier League. But if he like, yeah. say, if he gets Villa into Europe or something, like 
that's good enough to get you the England job, isn't it, these days? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, when more than enough. That's where that's where I see him going before Liverpool. That's an interesting shot, that, Jed. That's an interesting shot. Yeah. Like, let's go to the bridge, boys, where uh, Chelsea hosted Leeds, and Leeds are another team that just can't catch a fucking break at the minute. <laughs> I mean, it's always it's always difficult when your team scores two goals and you don't get anything from the game at all. Um, but yeah, three penalties in this game, boys. and Carnage. Yeah, just carnage. Just carnage. Yeah. Was, this was definitely the weekend of penalties. Uh, another point to note was that <laughs> young Geltart um, came on and scored his first goal. Um, I think he's only like what a goal as well. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, a goal. Goal. That's a great goal. Yeah, that's a proper centre forwards goal. That is like the ball in is is perfect, but like he's got to make that run. He's got to get there, and like yeah. there is a lot of centre forwards that wouldn't get there on, mm-hmm. on the end of that. Like, he's done really well there. Class, what a, what a moment for him. I think, Dan James, well. I think Dan James probably had his best game in a lead shot as well. He looks good, Dan James, in that game, actually. Yeah, he's playing a more central um, position, I think, like a proper, like, he's almost a striker sort of deal that he's playing, um, looking for a, looking for a counter-attacking sort of role. Um, look, Aylin, I, I think, played centre-back in this game as well. It <laughs> 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 didn't really go well but, um, for Leeds. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of them. It wasn't a Particularly, spe- even though there was quite a lot of goals, it wasn't a particularly spectacular game. I thought uh, Mason Mount's goal was took really well. Um, he's a player, I mean, you don't agree on Jake, isn't it? I, I think he's, I think he's got something. You seem to think he's, he's got a bit I'm, of English I'm, I'm, hype I'm around him. Of, yeah, I'm a bit undecided with Mason Mount. But he's one of those where I think he looks, he looks good in a in a Chelsea side that is is very a very good side and is built sort of to suit him. But you know, not that I watch England often, but whenever I've seen him for England stuff, he's just not looked at the races and I don't know I don't know there's just something about him where I think if you put him in another side how will he do and I know he played well at Derby but again that's Derby you know it's it was it's a championship level, I like he played a man at a championship like if you put him in, in, in another like another top he doesn't get in a Liverpool team do you know what I mean he doesn't get in no. that Liverpool side and even if he did I don't think he'd, he'd, he'd work well would he get in at City probably not you know I don't know there's just, I think the question is does he does he end up players where he like, is? Without the, the Frank Lampard move to Chelsea. Because obviously he was a player that played under Frank Lampard at Derby and was very much key to Frank's almost success there, or mm. decent season at Derby. And he was very much brought through the ranks to bring back like a sort of good feeling um, at Chelsea following, um, I think Sarri was the last manager before Frank. Um, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, and it was all kind of going, going wrong. Um, but if that, that move doesn't happen, do you know what I mean? If that Frank Lampard to Chelsea... yeah. Doesn't, I don't know if Mason Mount gets as many minutes to, to break no, through and he has Chelsea's side. If, he's, if, he, if it's a different manager, you know, if it's Tuchel that comes in and, and Mount, you know, isn't... Does he go back on loan at Derby? I, that's what I mean. <laughs> it goes, for me, like he does a, a sort of a Gallagher type thing. He goes back out on loan and goes somewhere else and he's one of those Chelsea players who's constantly out on loan. And that's, that's what I think. I think he got like a bit of a good break with Lampard coming in because he knew what he was doing. But I think if you... A mark of a good player for me is can he get into it like another side? Would he get into another side and like improve? Would they get in any side? And I don't think he gets in another, you know, definitely not another top three side. Maybe he probably wouldn't get in Man United's team either for me. Really? Oh, I would, he would, mate. Come on. Come on. Do you know what I think? Who's he replacing though? McTominay or Man United's team, any of their centimetres. Yeah, but you can even play a different side of football though. He doesn't play defensively. He's not a DM. No, I'd, I'd play ahead of Bruno Fernandes. Are you going to put Mason Mount? Are you going to put 
Mason Mount, it's a defensive midfielder for Man United, and expect him to do. No, that. no, no. So yeah, I, 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 I would play him ahead of. I would play him ahead of ahead of Bruno Fernandez if he was at Man United because he's got. Would he's you? probably a better finisher than he's probably a better finisher than Fernandez, isn't he? Surely. Fernandez um, got like forty goals last season. Half former penalties, mate. Like, I would say that would you, I would, Simo, would, you put, would you put Mount ahead of Fernandez at Man United? No, no. I wouldn't. Oh, but I, I, the other midfielders are 100%. I think Fernandez has been off the boil like this season. I think Mason Mount is probably like on the strength of this season alone, he gets in He gets in the team ahead of him. I, 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 I rate Mason Mount. I, think I don't get what you mean, Jed. But, I don't think you could play Fernandez and Mount in the same. Oh no, you couldn't. No, 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 that's what I mean. So, no, but, no, so no, that no way. <laughs> no, I, I, I do care. I get what you're saying. I think he's a bit busier than than Fernandez, isn't he? He works harder. You know, he's he's quick. He runs runs about, and he can finish as well. And it's the amount of chance that's that English thing, though, isn't it? Like, he runs about a lot, so he's he's yeah. automatically a good. Player. So he's automatically better than Fernandez. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather have someone who runs around than who doesn't run around. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I do. I, I'm not saying I don't think he's a good player. I do, but I just don't think he he is as I don't just don't think he gets in any other side for me. I just don't. It's an interesting one. I don't think it's anything. I don't think that's something we'll find out ever. Really, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I've try and make a move from Chelsea because he's obviously quite settled there. And you know, yeah. I look at their. Um, I look at their central midfield and I think, man, you could use a Conor Gallagher. Conor Gallagher, I know you'd be, you'd be, you'd be sound. You'd be putting away, you know. <laughs> He's got Conor Gallagher's better than off his cheeks. I'm having that. Go on. Yeah, he uh, is. is there any? He is. Yeah, there's, there's no, there's no debate there, is there? Conor Gallagher. I want to ask you, yeah. you both actually. I've, I've been seeing some things online and a few Chelsea fans and things like that have been saying that they actually think that this Chelsea side is a little bit like too sort of hyped up and, and think they're a little bit. Everyone's saying that they're better than they are. Do you do you agree? I know at the start of the season, a lot of people would had Chelsea to win the league and Chelsea, 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 Chelsea because they signed Lukaku. But do do you think that not the wheels are starting to come off? But do you think it, the wheels are starting to slow a little bit at Chelsea now? You know, due to little injuries and and well, teams sort of almost knowing how to play so against them a little bit. They've dropped points because um, they've had you know they've had bad days. But I, I still I think that their team and their squad the way they set up is just class. But I think when they're missing players like Kante, it, it, that's what makes the difference for them. I think with a full yeah. strength team, that Chelsea team could be yeah, one in the I league. Th- definitely. I do. I'm in against Jed. I mean, if they have a Kante and they have a Kovacic, Kovacic is. I've said this before on the pod, but I think he's one of the more underrated midfielders in the Premier League. I think he does quite a lot. Of yeah. your sort of typical central midfielder stuff that I'm a big fan of in terms of you know winning that battle. Runs about. It's not it's not always about a sort of Bruno pass. <laughs> or a, it runs about a bit, yeah, it runs about. It's not just a, it's not just about that. I think he, I think you you get these central midfielders that are good at setting the tempo, and I think he's kind of one of them. I think Jorginho is another player that's quite good at setting the tempo, and I think he's sort of like it's just sort of about control. Jordan Henderson is like my ideal sort of midfielder that sort of controls the direction and tempo of a game, you know, and you kind of do about a sort of world class. <laughs> he, runs he runs about, runs about more than most. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think with, with, a, with a Kante, with a Kante and a Kovacic being rotated out with sort of Jorginho, then, you know, that's it's a completely, completely different, different story, I think. Um, but you know, the, every big team gets injuries and you need to, you need to work around that. I think they've got, 
a top-class manager. The wheels haven't quite come off. I think the main issue is Chelsea is that they've not nailed down the contract situation of a lot of centre-backs. Thiago Silva, a contract at the end of the season. Rudiger, who was absolutely excellent um, oh, against Leeds. Yeah, they need to Yeah, a left-sided centre-back... Um, Won both those penalties. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Won both Chelsea's penalties. Um, to be fair, I don't think the first one was a penalty. Like no, uh, Rafinha got the ball for me. I saw. He took a big. Yeah, he took. Yeah, he took a chunk of Rudiger as well. But like, that's a corner, not a penalty. Yeah. Like so many penalties this weekend. This was like soft <laughs> penalty weekend. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I mean, if it's Liver- if that's a Liverpool player, I'm like, fucking penalty. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know I, what do get, I do get, I do get, I think the second one was, was 100% a penalty. 100% penalty. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's come through the back of him. But he's, yeah. a, he's a tremendous player. He's out of contract at the end of the season. You know, I think he's one of the best centre backs in the Premier League without a doubt. Um, yeah. Especially in a back three, I think so. Him in a back three is, is very well suited. Um, who else is that? As Pelicueta out of contract, um, Christensen out of contract at the end of the season. They yeah. need to nail down some of these players um, and make make the selection a little bit, a little bit easier. Yeah. I think Christensen kind of ran into Tuchel a little bit in terms of not being clear about the 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 whether he would renew or not. Whereas I think the other players like Rudiger, I think of maybe just agreed in terms of like yeah. you know I want this amount of money. Because this will probably be the last contract I sign or whatever at a, at a top top flight club, or even Thiago Silva with an extension or something. So I think those decisions are easier to make. But yeah, I mean, it's I don't think the wheels have come off. I think they, they are as good as they are on paper when they get everybody fit. Otherwise, they wouldn't have won the Champions League. They wouldn't be competing for a Premier League title at, still mm. at Christmas time. You know, um, yeah. yeah, I'm still, I'm still. It's the problem. It's a problem when you're relying on Timo Werner, ain't it? Like, yeah, the fans will start getting a bit restless because yeah, like, oh, <laughs> this, not... this is the yeah. this is the this is the time of year now that that we will see the what sides do have it in them for the title though because yeah, you know, yeah. it's January after game I think, um, after game like I think this like period, it's a stretch like, of games after that as well yeah, yeah. and, and then, Champions like, League football Afcon, returns for the Champions second League, time as well FA Cup Carling Cup or whatever it's called yeah. Like, Kind of it was like it. 20 years ago, Carling Cup, wasn't it? Right? Yeah, I was going <laughs> <laughs> It's not been that for years. What, is this the 80s? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, milk, the, cup the, the milk Cup. Turok's Tea Cake Cup. I think um, Man City are, are in that dangerous mode at the minute, aren't they? Where they sort of, they, they're winning games, they're just going about their business quietly and picking up points and then they like kick on the other side of the Christmas, don't they? Yeah, like, that's like that's they're in that dangerous territory at the minute. Like so. I think three seasons ago when, when Liverpool came really close, that was what Man City did. They just kinda of went into they went into fourth gear. I think it was like twenty twenty one in a row or something when they won like they just didn't lose. Stupid. They didn't lose or didn't not win like yeah. after Christmas, mate. It was fucking ridiculous. If Man City can't do that, they have that in the locker. That's why I think you just cannot afford to drop any sort of points um in this title race. Uh boys, mm. I want to go to Arsenal, Southampton, um, a bit of a bounce back game for, for Arsenal. Obama Yang was not selected due to disciplinary issues the second time this has happened. Uh, the first time he turned up late to the the uh, North London derby. Uh, this time it's not been totally. Do you know what? I, I, don't know, I officially. think I know what he was doing. What, he was what was he doing? Tattooed, wasn't he? Apparently he was getting tattooed. And that's that's much more important than, than playing in the Premier Because he was getting tattooed apparently. And he, he was late because he was getting a, a tattoo. I seen it online that someone someone said. But, um, really? Yeah, apparently he was getting fucking inked oh. up before the game and a cannon. turned up late. And they were oh. like, no way. He was getting oh. a cannon on his chest. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> if he'd have got that, he might have helped this. It might have helped this, his cause, like. But yeah, oh, but that's what I heard. Goodness. I don't know how true it is, but like that. That's what I heard. He, he was getting tired. I feel. I feel like, and then just was late to turning up to the play. That has that has made me feel like very Roy Keenish at that. It's like, yeah, oh, Jesus, not coming really? up. <laughs> really? Like you know, you're just like, what? How are you? How? How? Is that the only time where you can book an appointment to get a tattoo? I was just sat here with as well, not going. How have you not you playing? How have you not blocked out? <laughs> how have you not blocked out your weekend? He's not, he's not an Arsenal fan, is he? The tattoo oh, artist. Yeah. He's not going. Oh, wait, you better get fucking good, mate. You get Southampton at three o'clock. That's ridiculous. That is such a that is such a poor excuse as well. Like that that guy. Like if if he wasn't such a good player for Arsenal, and he's you know he's not even been at his best. If he wasn't such a good bang average, if he wasn't such a big name at Arsenal, he would have gone by now. I think for stuff like that, you can't surely you can't be getting away with that. Ridiculous. Jed, I mean, that was great. Mate, it's just how it made me feel. Like, that was just that was like, really. I've that seen was, it in your face. You, came well, from you were probably just, yeah. Just, came oh, yeah. God, oh, stuff, we had yeah, one. We had one right on. So my Sunday league team, we had a lad who couldn't turn up this week because he was putting his Christmas tree up. Right, what? <laughs> <laughs> that is similar vibes from from Auburn there, mate. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, you know, <laughs> it's just me. What it's maybe feeling cool. exactly the same. You know, if it doesn't go up today, it won't go up. You know, can it wait after you get the game? Up, nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yeah. I cannot do it's, it after the game. It's a te- it's a ten oh, start or nothing. Like. <laughs> Literally, mate, it's on a par with it's on a par with that for me. Like that's oh, the same similar vibe. Shocking, that. <laughs> I thought he was. Uh, I'd like to think he was disciplined uh, in the same manner. Um, <laughs> no, sadly not, mate. No. <laughs> should we talk about the 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 actual game? Yeah, should we talk about some yeah, football? Go on then. Yeah. Right, here. Uh, <laughs> Arsenal were actually pretty decent to get a bit of a bounce back. Obviously, a couple of disappointing results for them. Um, this is probably. Looking at near their near their best side, I mean, I think mm. they have to. I think they have to look at life after Aubameyang. I mean, he's not getting any younger. He's clearly not going to play himself into any form. They really need to be looking at a sort of Martinelli, Asaka. They really need to look at the next window. I mean, the next summer window, uh, getting a, a, a striker at a reasonable age to replace Aubameyang. But the first goal, have you seen the first goal? The first Arsenal goal. Oh, this, oh yes. this, Beautiful. beautiful. It was Barcelona. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was like playing it was, old, it was very old school. <laughs> it literally Arsenal, started. It? <laughs> it literally started inside their own box as well. Yeah, Ramsdale. beautiful. Like that move yeah. comes all the way from the keeper. Absolutely beautiful goal. Yeah. It was. It was like Wenger esque Arsenal, like sort of sort of time where they were like yeah. scoring these really really nice goals, and it, it was very like similar to that. It was a really good goal. Yeah. Yeah. One touch pass in. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah, I, 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 I do. I do think they do need to look at look at getting rid of Aubameyang as soon as possible because that's that. It's to, it's toxic for the for the, the dressing room as well. And I actually think they are better off when he's not there. Yeah, like when he's not in the squad at all, they, will they do seem up. better off. And and Martinelli and, and Saka are, are very good players. And These are players that yeah. can that can be part of the project. You know, yeah. Aubameyang's not going to be part of that stuff, project. Yeah. They they need to avoid these older players, these older signings. 
haven't worked. I don't want to see them go out and get like another William, you know, or something like that, you know. Or, 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 <laughs> Funny though. Or a player in the sort of like 30, 32, you know, they'll go get, you know, I mean, in a couple of seasons, they'll go get a 32 year old Danny Ings or something, you know, and it'll be just. <laughs> um, no, I mean, they, they, they played some pretty terrific football. I thought the first goal was absolutely insane. Um, lovely. And that's the thing about Arsenal. You, you see that goal and you think, wow, what a team. And then they yeah. just go and, and kind of fall off the boil a little bit. And yeah. you won't see that goal again for maybe, but, you know. Do you know what? they? Um, I thought that they've avoided a potential banana skin, really, in Southampton. Because yeah. Southampton are a team who could easily sort of go to Arsenal and win, you think, yeah, at the minute. Yeah, in the past. Um, yeah. Yeah, with the with their like style of football, but yeah, they've done they've done really well. I think three nil in the end actually turned out to be quite generous, didn't it? To Southampton, like Arsenal hit the post twice in yeah. the second half. Yeah, um, which you know they, from the from the sounds of it, it, it you know sounds like they absolutely really could have been five or six. Yeah, like yeah. Five or six. Um, I've got the the detailed stats open to my left here, and um, you can see that all the momentum was with Southampton until the goal. Until yeah. the goal, and then the momentum switch to Arsenal and Southampton just don't get a foot in the game for the for the rest of the match. They, do, they don't they don't pick up more momentum than, than Arsenal for that for, for any sort of period. I mean, I, when I look at this Southampton side, I think man, that's thin. You got Willie Cab- uh, Cab- Caballero coming back. Bloody hell, forty years old, I think he is. Um, <laughs> played a bit of a diff- difficult match. I mean, it's always going to be um, you know. I didn't even <laughs> he's know he not played, played a lot of football. Recently, I didn't know he played for them either. Yeah, yeah. I, I, thought, he reti- I, thought, I thought he retired. No, yeah. no, he's at Southampton, mate. That's where he is. When did that happen? <laughs> yeah, like recently, it was like it was a quick move because um, Alex McCarthy uh, had a hamstring injury. Oh, so they so like emergency, emergency, yeah, emergency yeah. signing. Who well, you know? It's, absolutely, you've no you, you got a few options. You got you got him. You've got Ben Foster's another one. You can go get a go to. You can go to sort of like Adrian. Yeah, he's he's another one. <laughs> You know, uh, these sort of, that, that, that's the kind of market you're looking at for your sort of last minute keeper saying, I mean, Peter Cech, you know, he'd probably, he'd still do a job, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he he st- I don't know if he's still on the books at Chelsea. I think he was, as like a sort of fourth choice emergency, emergency. Uh, you know up. what, I'm so good that that never happened, like when they had that keeper crisis that he never had yeah. to go game. Because that would have been the best thing ever. <laughs> Just check. checks come like out a, straight out the boardroom and onto yeah. the pitch. <laughs> I love I love those sort of like random goalkeepers at teams. It's like you know Scott Carson at, at City is always a great one, and like yeah. Liverpool when we had when we had Andy Lonergan, it was like just yeah. all I wanted to see was Andy so, Lonergan yeah. get on that pitch for like a minute. Yeah. Like, the other night, get him on that pitch. Like the other night in the. Um, in in Europe, Man United brought on Tom Heaton, didn't they? Tom Heaton, yeah, they brought him on. Made his they? Man United debut at thirty five. Yeah, <laughs> he was, he was did he not? originally, wasn't he? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. did he not? I think I think he yeah. went through at Manchester. He did, yeah. He came, he went through there, but now they they've sort of signed him as that third choice, like old keeper, ain't they? Yeah, he Lee, brought him on. Lee Grant before, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he came on. He came on in like in midweek. Like it's just yeah. Tom Heaton there and then a load of like seventeen year olds with like Robbie Savage's Mental. son. <laughs> yeah, Robbie Savage's son. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Just while we're on uh, the while we're on the subject of keepers, um, I think because I've not really I've not been on the pod, you know, for a while, I've not had my chance to say about Aaron Ramsdale. Um I oh, think he yeah. looks a, a completely different beast to the player that we've yeah, seen for the last couple of wrong. seasons. He's like, proved his all wrong. I, I don't know what has sort of clicked in in his head. 
but he just seems like it seems like he made so many mistakes when he was at Bournemouth and uh, Sheffield United, and now at Arsenal, he's just he's just flawless, isn't he? Just like he's he is like arguably the informed keeper in the in the Premier League at the minute. Um, what uh, you know, I think he could be. Everyone said in the summer, like oh, forty million or whatever they paid for him is is ridiculous. He's looking out to be, a, well, turning out to be a great signing, isn't it? Thirty million. Thirty million. Thirty million. Or so. Yeah, whatever. It, whatever it was, you're like uh, that's a bit much, but it looks like a great signing at the moment. I mean. You say people said it was ridiculous. We said it was ridiculous. Yeah, we did. Yeah, well, we weren't the only ones, <laughs> we, were we? Yeah, we, we <laughs> I think we even titled a video <laughs> on a, yeah, on a, we, on a we podcast on, like, uh, the what the fuck the are they doing? Like. Yeah, well, we, uh, we weren't the only ones. We weren't the only ones. No, but, no, uh, we, we, were, we were clearly with it, yeah. the, the, the pack there. Like, anybody I'm, that's, more than, I think, I think more we were the first to say right now. I'm more than happy to say right now, Aaron, we were wrong. Yeah. That's why... That's why, you know, we're the total screamers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, who, who'd have guessed that we'd be wrong? Um, <laughs> certainly me. It doesn't happen very um, often, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. Once every, every blue moon, we do actually get something wrong. But that's us. That's us for the year, boys. You know, we know we, we, know we won't be wrong for the rest of the year, so. We're safe, yeah. Another 13 days. Get a, clean, get a clean slate in 2022. <laughs> Well, we'll we'll write off Timo Werner and he'll score fifty goals. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> something like that. Oh, God, no yeah. that, that, that no day, day I really will, I really will abandon the pod when that happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I even try and schedule the the, the games in it, as boys, because when it's us free, we just cannot stay on track. <laughs> we just can't believe we just end up talking about it. <laughs> the most tangent to the best thing, mate. Tangent to the best thing. Yeah. Like I, th- I think I just need to learn my lesson and just not try and schedule any sort of like topical flow <laughs> when it when it's actually like, on. Um, Where are we going? But, <laughs> we're going. We're going to Norwich Man United next. Um, <laughs> Another soft penalty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't it, know. It was, it I don't. Was, yeah, it was, it was Max Adams that, that drags uh, Cristiano Ronaldo to the ground. I don't know why the ball is quite clearly like. That Ronaldo's not in any danger of being any sort of threat yeah. to to Norwich. Well, to be like, if I'm if I'm Aaron's there, I'm thinking this man can jump about three meters in the air. <laughs> like, if anyone's going <laughs> to win that cross, yeah. if anyone's going to win that cross, it's him. But you can't you can't put your hand across someone's chest there and you know wrestle them yeah. over, which is especially someone with a reputation to go down as soft as Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah, like he was always, thinking. always going to go down. But it is a penalty, though. You, you can't say like, no one can say it's not a penalty. No, um, I mean, do you know what? Do you know what though? I actually think Norwich are a bit unlucky from from that game. Yeah, hundred percent. If it wasn't for David really De Gea, well. if it wasn't for David yeah. De Gea, they lose that match. Hundred percent. De Gea made 100%. an absolute wonder save just after the the goal. Uh, I think it was Ozan Kabak had a header. And oh, that he, is going he did in. jump. He did jump and, about three meters in air. Yeah, to get that, is, that, header, that ball is going in. That's going in the bottom corner, and De Gea yeah. somehow gets across and makes an absolute worldy save. Great yeah. save. If it weren't for De Gea, like you say, that, that would have yeah. Norwich would have scored. Do you know so, what? I found that a few times with United this season where they've sort of ground a result out. De Gea's like almost been one of their best players this year. I was going to say, as an individual yeah. sort of season, he has actually yeah, he's having a, a very a, good year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which is which made a change because he's had a the last couple of years. I've been he's been criticised quite quite a lot. Yeah, it's been it's been growing quite quite big on the head. Well, there's a better this year. Better reason to die is there because I still have fresh in my memory from maybe sort of three or four years ago, where or five even beyond that, 
well, David Hare was just, it was just insane. It was just yeah. insane in terms of his shot stopping ability. I just don't think yeah. anybody could match him with his, with his natural shot stopping ability of saving with his legs, um, getting himself into the right positions. He was always, he's always been a wee bit weak at his near post, but that's his, other than that, he was, he was absolutely insane. And if he can pick up that form again, maybe as he enters his, his latter years, uh, or he's the last few years he's going to be like a top, top level goalkeeper, then, you know, I think that's a good sign for Man United, as, as reluctantly yeah. as I sound when I say that. Um, I mean, they are just getting over the line. Things look to be improving ever so slightly under Ranić. Um, I do think they need to have a, an overhaul on on the personnel, though. Um, what do you think do you of this think new shape, the sort of four two two two? You know, I mean, it's like four two two two. It's clearly working. It's clearly working. I mean, they they are winning. I believe you know, one 0 against Norwich and one 0 against whatever it was the other week. Past Palace with it, beating Palace one mm-hmm. 0 um, but. Obviously, he's doing something. They're doing something right, but I think the key thing for United this season now is to just, you know, try and get top four and, and get a bit of like harmony into that squad and try to make them a team rather than as we've been saying all season. Everybody's been saying all season, you know, a team of individuals because that's that's all realistically they have been all year. But I don't know. I think I think I don't know. Do you think Ranić himself is going to you know start dismantling this side and getting rid of people, or do you think he waits? for the next guy to come in to do that. He's openly spoke about loans, hasn't he? Loans being yeah. an option. I think Anthony Martial, Martial has made it pretty clear that he wants to go. Um, yeah, I and I think Ranić's maybe saying, oh, we don't really like to sell you just in case you <laughs> become a good well, striker yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a good <laughs> <Yeah>. winger <laughs> if you leave us. Uh, so I think he's looking at a loan move. Um, Jess Lingard being heavily linked to, to Newcastle. And I think that'd be a good move for Newcastle. Yeah, I think it'd be he should have got. Role. He should have stayed at West Ham. He was in that. He was in the form of his life at West Ham. Yeah. I don't know where he fought. Like all he said, what, oh, you've got a new chance fought. at Man United, and he got like four minutes. Yeah, there's a chance. Though. Lingard, Lingard for the second half of last season was just unreal, wasn't he? You know, yeah, he was. Yeah, he, he definitely, definitely made made the wrong call there. I think, but yeah, I I know it's interesting times at Man United at the minute because like. That Rangnick, he knows he's not going to be there forever. So I guess it's to just to try and like instill his way of football, I guess, or his way of playing football. And then they bring in somebody who who also plays that style of football. Yeah. Like, must, that must be the, like, that, that has to be the, the end goal for them. Otherwise, it's just a waste of time bringing someone That's like him in. Because they're not... They're not going to get him in and then bring in like I'm not. I know they never would, but like a, an Allardyce type manager who's going to lump in. No, like, he would. You surely <laughs> oh, you can't. <laughs> surely you can't yeah, like. No, you've got to go. Plays like high you, have to, you have to create a culture, don't you? You have to create yeah. that that style. So they they're probably eyeing up somebody like a, a Hasn Hurtle or you know. Um, it has to be a gag in person coach. Yeah, there's, a, there's, there's one in Germany as well at the minute. Nagelsmann. I don't remember his name. That's it, yeah. Nagelsmann. Yeah, that Nagelsmann. guy. Nagelsmann. Did I say Nagelsmann? Nagelsmann, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah it's his English, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're just on about a man called Nigel Smith, aren't you? <laughs> Nigel Smith. No, Pearson. Exactly. Nigel Pearson, that's it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've, they, that, they've got to be looking to do that, though, haven't they? They've got to yeah. be getting it project in and he's, then he's, Bayern, he's supposedly got some sort of like consultancy deal after he's got a two-year consultancy thing so so that is that, that, to like, that to me is like that to me is he is going to be calling the shots and coaching the, the the new manager they get in 
Yeah, that yeah. is developing that style what, and going from there. That's where he's actually done his best work in football. He worked with uh, Red Bull and was pretty much. Mm. We've yeah. seen the rise in Red Bull clubs over the last sort of ten years. Um, he was obviously a big part of that, especially the recent success. Um, at all the all the RB clubs around the world, you know, New York, yeah, they're, Leipzig, they're flying, Salzburg. Yeah, um, and he was just basically insulting the the youth recruitment, uh, the 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 style of football. Uh, I don't know. Did you make a joke, else, Jed? When I was in yeah, sorry, mate. Sorry, yeah, I said I said they're flying because uh, Red Bull gives you wings. <laughs> oh. God, I hate you. <laughs> Classic, Jed. That is it. I'm um, trying to make a fucking point. <laughs> This is what we're up against. This is why you're never on anymore, Jed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bloody where's Morgan? Oh. <laughs> right, well, well, what was my point? What was my point? Yeah, he's good at that sort of behind good the scenes sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's good at that stuff. Is what I was. Is that is a long winded of what I was trying to say. Um, the other stuff he sort of did. He's brought in a sports psychologist. I don't know if he's get any sort of laughing or think like or laughter. I think. Can you imagine just Ronaldo sat there, just pure Terminator faced as a sport? Yeah. You know, how was your childhood? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I played football. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> oh, you know, I don't like the demons that's in that guy's head. Um, that makes him makes him the man he is. But uh, yeah, Fred played another fantastic game. He's on the form of his life. He's he's a player that's thriving um, on the rank. Yeah, him and McTominay becoming the next sort of. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm just, I, I cannot, I cannot get beyond that joke, Jed. Oh, sorry, mate. I'm oh, sorry. I you just completely thought, uh, killed him off for you, dude. Yeah, yeah, I thought of another one as well. Knocked the wind out, mate. It was like in. a body yeah. shot. Like a body I shot. Actually, I was like, oh, it's so bad. I actually, uh, <laughs> actually, I actually thought of another one, but I couldn't think of a way to slip it in. So nah. <laughs> I'll give it to myself. Oh, it's just those Red Bull teams. They're just, you know, when you watch them, they're just full of energy, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> this is what the people want, Simo. This is what the people want. This is why this is why they listen to the screamers. <laughs> <laughs> they want Jed's yeah. content. Yeah. Yeah. You find him on his own podcast next week though. <laughs> but at least I post this as we're parted ways. <laughs> <laughs> be like a crack screamer's badge yeah yeah <laughs> i thought of it missing um let's uh let's just sort of wrap up with the with the the, the other scores so leicester beat newcastle uh four no it's probably the best leicester have played in that in our time i think they need that bounce game uh, yeah a couple of really good performances yeah, uh, james they, madison they've, sort of hitting that old form yeah newcastle ball dives. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, he, he did dive. That that was a dive. That that penalty that he won. Lads, he doesn't need to. They're going to gonna beat Newcastle anyway. Do um, do Newcastle go down for both of you? That's mm. oh. me. For me, for me, <laughs> yeah, that's they're going down. Well, there's I nothing they can down. do in January. I don't, I don't. I don't think. I just don't think they're good enough to stay up in this league. I would think that if they, if they, I'm looking at Watford, I'm looking at Watford, and I'm looking at a Southampton that have been particularly. I don't know, man. Like, I think Watford are on a little bit of an upturn at the minute under Ranieri. Um, ah, but I think that Newcastle beat by Brentford, though. Yeah, but you know, there was a, a element of luck about that game as well, weren't there? <laughs> Brentford, you know, uh, but I think that. Newcastle, it really depends on who they bring in in January mm. and where they strengthen because they need to they need to strengthen the Center defense, backs. don't they? 
Yeah, they don't, they don't really do anything else. That entire side. Uh, yeah. if, if Eddie, if Eddie Howe's going to bring in like a, a Jordan Ibe or something for like forty million, like, then they're going to go down, aren't they? So it's really, it really depends on where they, where they go. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, if they go, if they, if they go down to the championship, they, they ruin the championship for a year, don't they? Because they'll just get down there, they'll spend like yeah, sixty million do. on the championship yeah. and just ruin the competition for the entire year. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they'll go down. I mean, I think three centre back, like three centre backs, like two proper starters, another one that can add a wee bit of competition. Get rid of Scar, get rid of Lascelles. All it. I just don't think they're anywhere near good enough um, to be Premier League centre backs. Um, then I think. No. But if they go out and they get like a Rob Holden or something like that, you know, it's <laughs> they're going down. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna. <laughs> I think maybe Nathan Ake would be an option for them because he doesn't really play at City at all, even if it was just a loan move. You know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You need to ask me in February because I really don't know the level of business he could do. I've seen sort of like reports they say that they want to do, we'll just spend whatever it takes to, to stay up. Or I've also seen reports yeah, saying that they're not going to get overspend. quality down. Do you know what I mean? That, that's the thing. That's still always the thing. It's, yeah. It's all well and good spending money, but these type of clubs like I find and they spend the money stupidly. They go and buy a striker yeah. and, and things like that. And it's like you need a goalie, you need some defenders, <laughs> like yeah. you um, defensive midfielder. Like as, yeah. uh, <laughs> as, as Liverpool fans, would you send like a Nat Phillips there on loan or something for a half season? Thank you. Yeah, he'd, he'd be a good fit for someone like that because yeah, he's the one that puts, puts his absolute body on the line every time he goes out there, and he would like realistically sort out a lot of their problems because you know he's someone that to make a tackle win every header yeah and he's not the flashiest player but he gets the job done at the end of the day and that mm. that's that's what you need that's all yeah. Newcastle need this season is just get the job done stay in the yeah. league and get to get to the summer and then have a clear <laughs> out and a, and a rebuild like mm. they end up getting like a, like a cookie from Bournemouth or a, you know what I mean like <laughs> It'll be yeah. it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. They need to get the ready made thing. There's no point in buying like a like a twenty one year old centre back or anything like that. Yeah. I just think they get a sort of like have yeah. you played in the Premier League and have you played well? Right. Let's let's do a deal. That's what I would be that's what I, that's immediately what I'd be thinking at Newcastle. If it was football manager, that's what I'd be doing. So it must be right. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to touch on um I want to touch on Leicester from for obviously this game. I think that, that Patson Dakar is going to be an absolute he's superstar. Good. Yeah, right. he's he, very good. He, he looks very, very good. He's keeping Jamie Vardy out of the team at the moment, mm-hmm. um, which is really causing problems for my fantasy league. But um, <laughs> like, he, he genuinely looks like the real deal, I think. And um, we're going to be saying his name Ian a lot Ian Archer still got a lot to offer, I think. I think yeah. they both have. Mm. Like, they've, they've got really two two good prospects for centre-forward there in Pats and Dark and Ian Archer. And obviously, like, this is the beginning of the end for Jamie Vardy for me. And now that I've said that, he'll go, he'll go, you know, he'll, <laughs> score another. Uh, he'll tweet goals. me like, chat shit, get banged when he scored, like, <laughs> when he gets a golden bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, it's weird. I think, uh, I think he's just one goal away in the Premier League, though, for um, being the most goals for, uh, for an over 30s. Jamie Vardy, I mean. Really? Yeah. That's a good yep. start. It's an all right start, that, isn't it? He'll get that as well. Ian Wright. I think Ian Wright actually Ian Wright, it. yeah. Aye. Right, two boys. 
we've come off we've come off many chant tangents, but I think it's time. I think it's time. It's time to end this. Shenanigans. Oh, we haven't uh, we haven't said either. Um, Rafa is really struggling at Everton, isn't he? I think he'll be gone soon. Yeah, yeah I think so. that is Rafa. Yeah, uh, he's on his. I've a lot of my family are Everton fans, and um, my cousin uh, Elliot, who, who's a season ticket older, there he's he was like Rafa in for a while, but he's fully like done. He, he wants some. He said he wants the board out. Rafa out and he's like it, it took takes him a while to to start turning on the club but like he's he's fully fed up now <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I spoke to him he's like, he, he, spent I, the he, money. Said, he said the money they've spent the, the money they like, oh where is it where I is this money him, they've you know, spent you know why did they get Fabian Delph <laughs> 500 million pounds and they can't and look at their bench realistically like, who's yeah it's bench? like five youngsters on a bench and Rondon like the most <laughs> yeah, immobile footballers, or the ironic one, uh, but but yeah, like that squad is absolutely shocking, you know. And and take obviously, like they have done, take Calvert Lewin out of that side, like has been for the last couple of weeks, and like it's even worse, mate. Like they are so bad, yeah. Um, I don't know what's going to give first, like that 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 crowd baying for like literal blood now, or, yeah. or Rafa. By the way, pack it, pack it in just, and away. Just a wee shout on Dominic Calvert Lewin. If I was in Arsenal, he would be number one. He'd be top of the list for me. Yeah. He'd be top of the list. They could, they could get him as well. You know, they took oh, yeah. you know, fifty million out of him. Yeah, easily. If fifty million got over the got got that deal over the line, then I think that'd be money well spent. I think he's younger than everybody seems to think. I think I think Dominic Cavalier's only twenty three yeah. or something. Yeah, um, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I, that was yeah. money well spent. Um, but anyway, I think I think we are going to finish it there, boys, because we are coming up to the other point. Uh, thank you very much for the listeners uh, for tuning in. Sorry about Jed's jokes, uh, and uh, you know when, when we settle <laughs> the contract and and cut ties, you stuff like that anymore. Please do hit that follow or subscribe on whatever platform you listen to us on, uh, and we will see you on the next one. Cheerio, bye. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.